Okay. Testing, yeah. Okay, sounds good. I just had to stuff my... I'm sorry. You had to stuff my mouth. Um, you know when you walk towards the front where it's like the almonds and all that stuff and then on the other side it has like the dried fruits and the, what's in that shell? Oh, but closer towards the fruit. That shit's bussin'. I know. Feel free to eat as many as you <laughs> want. Um, hey everyone, we are Days in Amuse Podcast. A cannabis podcast where we have a conversation about different culture things and we also enjoy cannabis because we're a pot podcast a podcast if you will oh yes we're a podcast um shoot i had something that i was gonna say and like oh do you have a strain or no yes let me Okay, I'm going to let you start off with the Shane and maybe it'll come back in my brain, Bars. Oh, so we are smoking. Drum roll, please. Hold on. Melonade. <laughs> like melon and lemonade? Yeah, or like melanin and aid. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so, it's a hybrid, according to Leafly, sponsor us. The award-winning melonade was created by crossing... Midwest Best and Watermelon Skittles. Because you can't say it with the S, Mm -hmm. right? And um, with Lemon Tree, it says. So crossing Midwest Best and Watermelon Skittles with Lemon Tree. This strain puts out a very sweet flavor profile offering notes of citrus and melon. The high tends to be euphoric and cerebral making melonade a great choice for anyone looking for an energizing afternoon treat. Melonade sensations, uh, feelings, energetic, happy, uplifted. The strain flavors are lemon, tropical, and ammonia. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. My goodness. Wait, wait. No, that would make sense, though, because I want to know what the terpene... Remember I was telling you I want to know what the terpene is? Mm -hmm. Because melonade has the same... I know it has to have the same terpene of some strain that I have on my relief app. Mm. Um, where I remember like grinding it up and I was like, this is a very pungent smell. It was like almost off-putting. Because I, there's some strains where like, don't get me wrong, I love dankness, but like there's some strains where I'm like, this is like overwhelming. And those tend to be like the strains where I feel like smoking-wise, they don't interact with my body as well it's, as others. Um, Lemonine. No, I love lemonine. There's something else. I have no clue. It only lists lemonine. 
Okay. Like, There's one that it's like it has to be more like on the peppery kind of is side. It, is it my myosin? Myosin or whatever. Let me How look, do you say that. Let me. Because it's up. saying that the ones that are similar to it have that in there. It's either those one of those two terpenes. That's the dominant one. It says. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen. Also on um, Leafly, it said. Do 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 do. Myrcene. Mm, yeah. Myrcene. Oh, I see it in the cala carafeline. Says pepper. Pepper, yeah. I feel like those that have high that content. So like, it's I'd those like, three: citrus, Whoa. herbal, and pepper. Yeah. Because remember when we were smoking this, you were like, "It's really been making me cough," and that's probably why. That pepper. Sergeant Pepper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. It has genetics, and it's got the watermelon skittles with the lemon tree, make uh, melonade. Cool. All right. Well, well, that's what we're smoking in token. Um, this bong is a, filled a little bit high because I keep mm. knocking it over, and mm. so I have to keep refilling it. But yeah. um, is my nope my weed bag's right here. Um, yeah. So today we have um a an inter. I don't want to put this in front of there just you know it's gonna block your top <laughs> um <laughs> i uh so okay also because my voice just did that and i know it's gonna do that <laughs> throughout the episode your girl went to anime stl and like talked a lot yelled a lot had a really great time so if my voice be cracking don't say shit to <laughs> me. speaking of that we went to walgreens to get like snacks for me and um <laughs> Um, the guy who, like, did the cashing out for me, um, when he, like, gave me, like, my stuff and, like, was saying, like, have a good day, his voice cracked, and I, I barely noticed it, you know? <laughs> like, I, I just, you know, I don't know, I didn't really, like, think anything of it. And then we get in the car, and B said, that poor guy, his voice cracked when he, <laughs> when he said have a good day, and she, like, imitated him, please do it. Oh! Chew your pretzel first, because safety first. <sighs> this is the no-choke gang, okay? Well, I might not do it as good, because I'm on the spot, hold on. You take all the time you need, um, <laughs> because it literally made my day, and, Yeah. That's all. He said, have a good day. <laughs> he said, <clears throat> he said, I can't do it. He said, have a good day. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm like, oh, I understand. There was so busy in there. There was this old man. Who's who... judging him for not knowing the size of different liquor bottles? He's yeah. Like, he might not drink. Yeah, and I'm like, first of all, like, Walgreens ain't a liquor store, bro. Like, go to Randall's. <laughs> Randall's. Right, right down, down the, the street. street. You get a better Don't price. Mind. Yeah, you get a better price, more liquor. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Ugh. 
There was also another guy in there. Aren't they to... supposed to be on the corner of happy and healthy? They on the corner of get food. Come get your script. Come get your script. And then when we said don't mix it with alcohol, we're also going to sell alcohol to tempt you. Also, we got cigs behind the counter, bro. CVS stopped selling cigs. Yeah. Walgreens said, fuck that. They're like, we don't care. What's, what's. Kill your body. Whose, whose slogan is be happy, be healthy? Is that CVS? That's like Cheerios, girl. <laughs> That's literally Cheerios. Is it? Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> be happy, be healthy. <laughs> and it's the B. Oh my gosh! It is! It is! But did you know Walgreens, their slogan is on the corner of happy and healthy because they're kind con- like every every single Walgreens is on, on the, the corner. corner! Yeah! Ugh. They trapped. <gasps> they trapped in, trapping in up the band, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where, like, we go out of town, though. There's always a Walgreens on where the we are, and there's always, like, people, like, low key, like, who are roughing it. Mm, you like, mm. like what they're you like got? they're like hanging out. Remember that one where we were in Florida and like the gecko was like out there yes. outside the Walgreens, and it freaked me out. You're like, <gasps> we were like chasing it. Well, yeah. I was. Yeah, no. Trying to. Yeah. We trying to. We should. We need to stay on that stretch of road again, cause like we scootered up and down that we, fucking. <laughs> we were like junk scootering, which is I would never recommend. Don't ever do that. <laughs> But like, I would say it was more tipsy scootering for one of us. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, so for today's episode, um, I feel like, uh, how did this came to be? Is just, will you go to that air can and turn it to the right? Perf. Um, so I I got I was thinking about you know talking with a friend about just when you interact with certain people like when you interact with your friends you know for example how part of that interaction or part of that exchange of why you continue to be friends with them if it's a healthy relationship. Um, is because, you know, you have someone where you can talk about, you know, your conflicts, you can talk about how you're feeling, so you have that feeling, like, validation, but also it make, made me think of, like, for instance, Kirsten and I, like, ride or die, my homie, like, y'all already know this, but, like, we don't always agree on everything, and I think that people are also afraid to have, like, this we can agree to disagree and still understand each other without, you know, being like, well, one of us has to be right. No, both of us can be fucking wrong. Like, you know. Um, As well as just knowing what it's like to have your emotions or your feelings kind of gaslit of being like, you know, you ain't, you're not experiencing what you feel like you're experiencing. So I know I threw a lot of terms in there, um, so I'm gonna hand it over to I'll fill that while okay. uh, I'm gonna hand it over to Wearson to give us our first definition. Um, what's what's gaslighting mean? So gaslighting, as defined by the uh, <clears throat> Oxford languages, is a verb. Gaslight and 
basically it says manipulate in parentheses someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity so let's let's dive deeper into that i feel like that's a great like general mm -hmm. example because i feel like more often we we look at gaslighting that happens like tip or we view gaslighting as happen as typically happening within like you know relationships like you know between partners but i feel like it's also something it can happen in the workplace it can happen with family it's it's something where if a person i don't know like i i, I kind of want to just ask some of the people that like used to gaslight me like what <laughs> <laughs> like why why but of course you're never gonna get that answer because to them they you know for some of them they don't see what they're doing or see what they're doing as wrong mm -hmm. um so i pulled up an article by medical news today and it's just stating basically gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse where a person or group makes someone question their sanity, the perception of reality, or memories. People experiencing gaslighting often feel confused, anxious, and unable to trust themselves. Oh my gosh. Um, so, examples. Wait, fuck those examples. Do you have an example of, of it happening in your life? Um... I feel like, yeah, I think, I think almost everyone probably has been, but, um, I think it's easy to block those things out. I remember dating someone who was, went, they basically, like, stopped answering their phone and stuff, and, like, I think they blocked me on, I think they blocked my phone number. Yeah, because, like, you know when your phone number's blocked. Mm -hmm. But um, they went to, like, Chicago with their, like, cousins. And they, like, had gotten a hotel room and all that. Which is, like, cool. But, like, out before dating, like, you could tell me that you're going to go do that. And I saw them on um, one of their cousins, like, Instagrams or something. Like, they posted a video of them or a story of them. And this person was in it, and they were, like, in Chicago, like, you know, people geotag or whatever. And I was just like, mm. like, so you're gonna, like, make me feel like nothing's going on. Like, you're not gonna... It was just crazy. Mm -hmm. Because it was, like, the whole time I'm being ignored and blocked and stuff, and then it was, like, after that... I don't know. It was... It was weird. It was so weird because it was like you could have just said, and then I felt like the crazy one because I'm like trying to get in contact with him and he was like out of town instead of like being at home or like being at work or something where he had said he was going to be. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well. And then I remember like a long time after we stopped dating, he like apologized to me for that because he had uh, felt guilty all that time, I guess. Yeah. Good thing he apologized, at least. Like, Weirdo. I, yeah, I feel like it took me a while to realize, like, I have experienced gaslighting. Like, I didn't even know what that term was until, like, a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. actually. 
Um, but my first experience would be with my, like, first, I guess you could say, long-time serious boyfriend. Um, and this motherfucker gaslit me so bad because, like, I would, and, and I know some of y'all are gonna be like, you're gonna be like, no, like, you're, one, young and dumb and thought I was in love. But, like, I would, like, deadass, like, catch this motherfucker doing shit. Like, would, like, like in the act, be like, I fucking saw you. Like, and it would be, like, little things. It wouldn't be, like, extreme things. But it would be, like, you see them, like, touch someone inappropriately. Or, like, you know, somewhere it's, like, we're dating and you should not be doing that. And they're, like, no. You're, you're just seeing it like that because, like, you want to find a reason to argue. And I'm, like... No, your hand was definitely up her shirt. Like, don't fucking play with me. But then it makes you, like... Like, I, how they said it, like, your perception, it do, it does. Because I remember laying in bed many nights and being like, did I see that? Or, like, was I seeing it weird? Like, you know, all of... Like, all of these things. And I, what made it even worse is that this person would turn around because, of course, they were just very, like a little too close to some of their girlfriends like not like girlfriends like a girlfriend but like friends who were girls and like they would turn it on me and be like well you have a lot of guy friends and like they're trying to fuck you and I don't say anything and I'm like yeah but I'm not I'm not engaging with them either like the moment that they cross the line I'm like yo we're just friends whereas you don't and so like it was just I, I, I feel like it made me have this very weird weird perception of relationships and I feel like it also made me feel some type of way because I have known for like a long time you know like I I am polyamorous and like in those moments rather than just lying like that's what it came down to is just like you're lying to me rather than having a conversation because I would have like Joe told them like hey you know what it's cool because shit I'm trying to figure out my own stuff too like it's just it was it makes you question everything and question everyone and their intentions behind everything it made me like for a long time distrust like all of my friends like I literally went from having and I think this is why I say I don't have a lot of friends and then I like think about all the people that I interact with and I'm like okay I do have I do have like a lot of acquaintances and a lot of friends too but like it made me very distrustful of people because the it would be girls that would quote unquote text me and call me and be my friend that were like the same girls that were fucking my boyfriend at the time yeah. I hate that guy. Uh, yeah, and I will say th this growth, baby, growth. I I think you, things, people get put in your life for different reasons, and I will say, like, I look back on that person and even how they act now because they have tried to, like, contact me and has yet to apologize for their behavior. Like, they just think I guess nothing of it and will still try to do like very it's it, this person's kind of icky they will do like 
like try to still sexualize me. Like they'd be like, "Oh my god, I remember like how good your head was." And I'm like, "Dude, it's been like what more than 10 t- years." Yeah, like at this point go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm trying to think like I wasn't having sex 10 years ago, but even if I was, I wouldn't still be thinking about anyone that I've had sex with. Like, I, I, no, like, I don't, uh, very rarely do I, okay, like, I feel like when we have a conversation where you, you're bringing up something, trying to think about, like, have you ever done this with a partner, or, like, has this ever happened? Those are the times where I think back, and I'm like, oh, but I'm looking for specific instances. Never, never, okay, let me not say never. There's one person, because we did have a great sexual relationship, where I, like, look back and reflect on just being like you know what and I think it's more of like not reflecting on them but reflecting on myself in the sense of my sexual nature just being like oh this person you know and I were was very open and we like were able to experiment and I like that and like being able to reflect on that aspect but never am I reflecting like this person gave me bomb ass head no Weirdo. <laughs> um, and so I feel like for the longest, you know, it, it I feel like gaslighting makes you very isolated. It mm-hmm. makes you very closed off and cut off. And so whenever you are able to have like that person that you can talk to, that's why I think it's so important to have like that outside perspective that's going to be like real to you um and also (laughs) segueing into our next part validate the emotions that you're feeling like yes I did see what they did to you and no they're not right for doing that and yes you have every right to be upset (sighs) oh I looked up a definition for validation of emotions slash feelings Mm -hmm. And um, this is just from a random article. Actually, this is medically reviewed. Um, what is emotional validation from Very Well Mind? Um, and it says emotional validation is the process of learning about, understanding, and expressing acceptance of another person's emotional experience. The emotional experience. Um, oops, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just scrolled past it. Um, the emotional experience is our understanding of expressions and what is tied to emotional intelligence, as well as expressions that play a major part in our overall body language. got a lot of things but like you know when someone hurts you it you it's not only like in a just emotional thing it can be a physical thing as well and so like when someone's like I feel tired because I keep whoops I keep having to have the same conversation with the person they keep making me feel unheard like mm-hmm. that tiredness is is 
a result of how you're making them feel or not feel. It's important to like take what someone says like and apply how you can or like listen and discuss you know if you're if you're unsure of what they need and someone's trying to tell you but like don't ever dismiss anyone you know because that's not productive and I feel like it makes it like if and I get it starting any kind of relationship friendship or otherwise can be a hard thing to do and so like at the beginning you know you it's hard to have those kind of conversations but I think it's very important in being like in, in part of having your feelings validated you also have to have the courage to speak up at some point and say like hey you hurt my feelings by doing x y and z because also it could be like that person just does they didn't even know mm-hmm. but unless you bring it up to them you won't know if they're blatantly like you know trying to ignore the fact that they hurt you or if they're just innocently being like oh shit like I didn't even realize that mm-hmm. and that means like you have to validate your own emotions first like it's, it's a process you can't just be like well shit I need someone to know that they they did this to me and this is how I felt you have to be able to accept it for yourself and be like this person made me upset why did this upset me you know Mm -hmm. and then be able to in a productive manner in a healthy manner share those emotions with that person like not be explosive because like that's not going to be productive either no it's important to take a step back before going forward with things like, you know, disagreements or feelings and stuff. Because you have to simmer down. Like, you can't just walk into it hot-headed and, you know, put the burden of your emotions on someone else when, you know, when you feel like they've hurt you. Because, like, you know, even though you feel that way, like... They may or may not know that, so. What's your, what's your cool down period? How's, how's your, how, how do you go about, like, trying to make someone feel heard? Because, like, also I feel like it's something that you have to practice. It's not something you just wake up knowing how to do. It's something that you actively have to work on. Mm-hmm. I... In situations where, like, people come to me and, and they're like, you know, you hurt my feelings or something like that, I try to, like, listen as much as I can and, like, process and, like, give them as much of the floor as they need, you know, before, like, saying anything. It's like, you never want to come off, like, defensive or, like, or, like, you know, like, you, well, no, I didn't do that or that's not, you know, you want to... Um, you want to come off understanding because that's what you're that's what you should be doing is trying to understand where they're coming from so when I do like see that person after like our cool down 
or whatever, you know, whatever time we've taken, I, um, just listen. And then, like, based on whatever they have to say, I, like, tell them, you know, I'm sorry and everything, and here's why I did what I did, or here's why I acted the way I acted, or why I think I did, or why I think I acted the way I acted. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that, and that I do, he put it in reverse. I know. But I do <laughs> plan on... <laughs> reverse, Terry. But I do plan on working on that kind of thing, or that, you know, that action or emotion. I think that's a very important thing, like, mm -hmm. that, that aspect of being, like, explaining this is why I acted the way that I acted, or the reason why, you know, I said what I said, because I, like, like, when we have our conflicts, never do I genuinely look at the situation that I'm like, Kirsten intentionally wanted me to hurt, <laughs> wanted, you know, to hurt my feelings, and, and so I think in explaining, like, this is why I did, or even, like, me, like, my, I never want anyone to think that with what I said or what I did that I'm trying to intentionally hurt them, and so, like, when someone comes to me and they say, like, you know, this is, you hurt my feelings, blah, 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 you know, I definitely want to be able to explain, like, you know, I never meant it that way, and, and this is why I did what I did, because it's also a difference of, like, how we grew up and, like, what kind of friends or environment we've been in, you know, it's, everyone has room to grow and learn, um, and I think it just, it makes it where you can understand each other even better and be able to have those, okay, you know what, this person said this this way, but we've already had this conversation. You see that they're actively trying to grow and work and be better. So it's like, I'm not going to take it as as hurtfully because, like, you understand, like, okay, this person is, is trying to do better. They're trying mm -hmm. to be better. Still bring it up, like, hey, you know, especially if it's something that keeps, you know, happening. Like, hey, you did it again. You're hurting my feelings. Like, yeah, yeah. of course. But, like also it just it's all about perspective and being able to have that that moment where you can be I can't is empathetic putting yourself in someone else's shoes yeah I think so it's being sympathy able... is just it's just feeling like I don't know I, th I think you're right but being empathetic and being able to like Put yourself in that person's shoes, and, and, and on both sides, either sides, or and even in the aspect of of having that sense of empathy, that doesn't mean you necessarily have to agree on everything. Like, there's gonna be scenarios where, like, you you just disagree on on maybe how it was handled or, or whatever it might be, but it's okay to still have, like, hey, you know what, we're just going to disagree that, like, you know, how we should have handled the situation, be able to still have that conversation about it, and then moving forward, knowing, like, if it continues to be a problem, like, it's going to have to be something you address, but it's also okay to, like, in the moment, not always agree on everything. Like, we're human, too. Mm -hmm. Whether it's your partner, your family, your your best friend, like you're not always gonna agree on everything, but I think that's what also makes you like stronger is because you understand like you can have those subtle differences and nuances and that's what makes you grow as a person. 
Yeah, if we were all the same, I mean, we'd be boring. Ugh. Do you remember that Spongebob episode where he stopped being square and he was, like, round? He was like, I'm normal. That's what we would be like. We literally would be walking around, like, fucking... And then Squidward changed, remember? Like, at the end? Mm. That's what we would be like. We would all be walking around just, like, not talking about our emotions. Oh, well, I guess we're already kind of doing that. So (laughs) maybe we are in this period of where everyone's trying... Dude, you just made me fucking think. We are in this period where everyone's like, we're normal, everything's fine. Everyone's trying to be, like, round Spongebob when, in reality, we're all square Spongebobs. Mm-hmm. Rectangular Spongebobs. We got waves and curves. Craters. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> what a world. I know. I literally didn't know about any of these terms until my first therapy session. Mm-hmm. So, I recommend, y'all... Go to therapy because yeah. it will make you unlock some things that you did not know about yourself. And don't let people manipulate you. Like, you know, do your best to keep a clear head and have your own mind. I mean, I see I see a lot of people influenced by people, you know, younger people and stuff like that. Even older people. And it's just, like, a little heartbreaking to see, like, that someone's really not living for themselves. That they're, like just they're in this trance of you know their group their friends their partner you know of this is I'm doing this because that's what they like and you know it's just like do what you like yeah don't let anyone manipulate you like make sure that you're making choices for yourself it's your life you enjoy it yeah it is important to do you first and then you can worry about everybody else then you can do everyone else yeah (laughs) And, like, if you're you're unsure um, about a situation or a conflict, especially if you feel like you're being gaslit, journal that shit. You know mm-hmm. how many times I've... I think that's what helped me feel very, like, validated in, in my emotions and myself. So I would write down the situation of, like, what happened and why I was upset. I would write down exactly what I saw and how I saw it. And I would go back and look and be like, no, like, you, this is... You, you had every reason to be, like, upset. Like... Sometimes journaling helps you be able to make your brain process it in a different way. It's kind of like word vomit. You just write everything down, you look at it, and you're like, no, okay, like, yes, I should be upset or I should be sad. But it also helps you to be able to, like, have a better conversation about your emotions without it coming from such an emotional standpoint. You have that little bit of, like, logic behind it because you've put some processing time behind your emotions I got my journal right there mm-hmm. all right well happy happy Sunday my friends um you want to close us out yeah if you want to follow us on Instagram dazed and amused podcast if you want to follow us on TikTok at dazed and amused podcast Twitter dazed amused pod email us Days and Amused Podcast at gmail.com. Facebook, Days and Amused Podcast. Um, I'm missing one. Hold on. Don't tell me. Patreon. Oh, shit. It's okay. It's okay. Patreon.com slash Days and Amused Podcast. Um, you can donate $1 a month, $12 a year. 
just to help us with anything other than you know what you think it might be for because it's not for that we got that uh, a wrap we want to get business cards and stickers to send you and things like that so yes all right well go drink some water go enjoy the weather take your allergy medicines the pollen out here is crazy the government mm-hmm. keeps planting male trees. I'm dead. Tell uh, your family you love them. Yes. All right. Bye.